You have to do chest compressions. You cannot stop doing chest compressions. Under heartbeats, it is golden sun. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy. Get that one milligram of Epi ready, Shepherd, and this is Mitchell Manley, Alive Like Pearl Jam. <laughs> Are they alive? They have that song called Alive. And like, ah, oh, I'm still alive. Yeah, you know that one. That's how it goes. Wow. (laughs) I don't, like, I don't know how to handle this Yeah, you probably shouldn't. It's pretty pretty outrageous. There's just, like, a lot to, like, take in right now. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's an interesting perspective that we've we've taken here. So, (laughs) yes, definitely. And I I guess I kind of shoehorned in my, like, own life into this week's Nothing wrong with that. I like that. So, all I could think about was I had two days of uh, what's called ACLS training and Mm -hmm. then, like, certification, which I'm lucky because I work in the... uh, the CVICU, which is all about fixing people's hearts, which is so what... Yeah, yeah, okay, I gotcha. So, so what, did you you had to learn how to properly administer CPR, or is this like advanced techniques? It, yeah, this is advanced techniques. It's uh, advanced cardiovascular life support, Okay. which mostly, when you think about it, it's basic life support, which is that's the compressions and the breathing thing. Okay. Yeah, you've seen that. So that's basic. Yeah, basic. And then advanced techniques. Is that secret <laughs> knowledge that you can't share with everybody else? We got to uh, get about $10,000 or, ten, you know, a million dollars in debt. No, no, no. It's not that bad. But uh, it is mostly like looking at a rhythm because we use a different type of defibrillator than gotcha. what the public has. And so we look at the rhythm and then we make decisions about medications and like different pathways to go. So they have all these algorithms. Same people who made BLS made uh, ACLS, so American Heart Association. I say everybody, everybody can get basic life support training. Like, go ahead, every two years, just go ahead and get that certification. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, there's things that change every couple of years, and also, you could save someone's life. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty amazing. I think we'd have better outcomes if people had that, like, in the general public. I'm going to get all preachy about it, because if people know how to do it, then... Yeah, and, I mean it's it's pretty easy to learn, yeah. and it's really useful knowledge to have. I mean, somebody saved somebody's life after watching The Office once. Yeah, I mean it's pretty amazing. Yeah, so but that's the yeah that's the my my feelings. Um, staying alive is the classic song, right? For, yeah, for proper CPR technique. Yeah, they say it's just the perfect tempo. Yep, is that right? Yeah, and Baby Shark is as well. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Fair enough. I like that. It's a hundred to one hundred and twenty beats per minute. Perfect. So normally like a slight jog for people, but it's enough to per, uh, like perfuse your brain if your heart's not working. Gotcha. So that's the important part. You want to make sure the brain's getting blood because there's oxygen in the blood. The breasts are yeah, not as Yeah, and the brain important. needs that. <laughs> yeah. Oxygen, it uses a lot of oxygen. Okay. Step down off my soapbox. <laughs> um, which song did you bring this week? All right. I'm going to start us off with Herman's Hermits. Can't you hear my heartbeat? When I feel you put your arms around me, baby, baby.
This is one of my favorite oldies pop songs. I used to hear it all the time on Cool 103 in my, in my dad's truck when I was a boy. I'd always crank it up loud and sing along. It's just so darn catchy, like packed full of vocal harmonies. It's got the hand claps. And even just the phrasing of the lyrics just makes you feel upbeat and invigorated. I also love the subtle <laughs> of the kick drums emulating like a heartbeat throughout the song. I've always loved finding little subtleties like that where a listener may never consciously notice it, but there's like these little bits that are sprinkled into the construction or production of a song that kind of helps support the theme or create some atmosphere with like careful instrumentation. Uh, I know our ear buddy Brandon Beard recently saw Herman's Hermits live and said that Peter Noon is still hilarious and energetic and that they put on a great show, so I'd love to see that myself. So it's not Peter No One? Nope, I don't think so. It is spelled like that, though. I'm just saying. Peter Noon. Peter Noon. Um, yes, also, I love Cool 103 because of songs like this. Yeah, it's great. Uh, also, you have to sing it every single time. I yeah, just exactly. Feel like. um, this is like, you know how you have to uh, check the heart rates in basic life support? This is it. Can you? Can you hear my heartbeat? Can you, Can't you, hear uh, can you feel Can't it? Can't you hear my heartbeat? It's a pulse check. Uh, this is a very sweet song. And while it may be a bit too fast for compressions, mm-hmm. it's 137 beats per minute. Oh. Uh, or 143, depending on which you look at. But, you know, that's close, right? Close? Yeah, yeah. close enough. Um, I love the, the fact that so many like love songs really reference the heart and pulse with love. There's hand claps, the tone of the guitar. Yes. 1960s England must have been unbearable with all the amazing music that was evolving from like doo-wop and like rock and all, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Scientifically designed to make you smile and, and possibly save your life. Yeah, let's yeah, hope so. Let's let's hope Herman's Hermits can help save someone's life. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't think it helped Henry VIII's wives very much, though. Oh. Because that was also their song, Henry VIII. Oh, I'm really? Henry VIII, I am. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of singing on this episode, I'm apparently. I'm really excited about that, this. <laughs> well, I brought this week the torn ACLs 2468. With the buildings there, can we still see the sun? What do we do? for a playlist by looking for other nerds that possibly had made playlists based on beats per minute or algorithms and came across this band. So I clicked and was like, oh my god, this is perfect. Um, so all of us ICU nurses have to take advanced cardiovascular life support because we are the code runners until a doctor just like wanders through or comes to the code. Um, if they do, sometimes there's other codes going on. Sure. So we, we're, yeah, so we have to like run it until they're there. And so we have to know how to do it, blah, 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 soapbox. Uh, so 
when a code gets called is one of the busiest places in the hospital because we uh, i'm in a teaching hospital and we have interns and residents and like pharmacists and nurses and everybody that can runs to it so um i felt a lot of the chaos in this song really made sense it's like if we can't get around then what do we do who's in charge who's running this place we're all out of space can we make room for more i've seen like 100 people out of code before wow it's like bonkers uh it's all about making a system work and the song just makes me think of how it should look and how it sometimes looks right also i'm a nerd i can make anything about nursing the beat in the background is very much like a normal little blip of a pulse and then the whole song gets way more complicated uh we can just do this all ourselves is pretty much my motto anyway so just generally want to shoehorn this song in yeah we made it work i think yeah yep i totally did yeah yeah, first off, it's pretty neat that the band is the Torn ACLs, and then you just completed your ACLS, ACLs. Yeah, yeah. so sort of a strange coincidence. I don't know if there's more to I that. For an, uh, I looked for an ACLS playlist. Ah, I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so I can definitely hear the sort of like panic and hyper alertness that you're talking about, uh, especially in that first verse. And then the subdued and sort of distant verses contrasting with the upbeat and vibrant uh, choruses. Uh, also kind of parallel having someone flatline and then like pulling them back into life and all the blood and oxygen hitting their brain and all the senses coming back online at once, which is a pretty cool dynamic. And uh, so you say you found this on a playlist. This one wasn't a BPMs playlist no, though, right? No, because a lot okay. of those end up being EDM music. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of runners do paces by beats per minute. Right. So That's good. I That's end cool, up with useful, a lot of like kind of useless ones. Yeah. Like hundred to hundred and twenty beats per minute is a lot of EDM like yeah. seven minute songs of just like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think you'd be really good at keeping pace and compression. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean I'm I'm a drummer. So <laughs> I, I, I would hope I can kind of ballpark it. The only beat I can keep is a hundred to a hundred and tweet. Yeah, that's all you <laughs> that's get. <it. laughs> so okay. We threw this out. Well, you threw this out there because you're way better at trying to explain things than sure. I am sometimes. Um, got tons of really good selections this week. Uh, Susan brings Nine Inch Nails. We're in this together. Susan said, congratulations, Amy. My husband starts his last year of architecture school tomorrow, and it's been a rough four years. However, light coming into focus. And this song, man, we're in this together. We will get through this. Any any survival of long-term educational goals is hard as heck, Susan. It's very true. Yeah. uh, Dakota's done it. Um, I think right now you're. I'm you're, working on it. You're right about to go to school again too, aren't you? Yeah, it's about to start off. Uh, technically, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, whoa. So 
Nine Inch Nails is like super aggressive in this like good way or just aggressive way. <laughs> Whatever that quality of Trent Reznor's voice, you know, even when he's just singing by himself and then like when he runs it through like 16 million filters. Yeah, sure. It's just like so insistent. Yeah, I like um, that. Now, when it comes to ACLS, it's all about the team. And seriously, if you want to see some folks in it together, check out the code team. Like, I'm super fortunate to work where I work because you never see a team work so well together. Uh, the song is all about making it to the end together. And yeah, solid choice. Also, it's Nine Inch Nails. So it's always a good choice. Yeah, I think this one kind of it, it fits the general theme about staying alive, but also works as sort of a general celebration of, of the work that we put in to reach our goals and, and to be the best we can be. You know, I know uh, Amy endured a lot of tribulations to get where she is and has probably spent many nights feeling like she might pass out and never wake <laughs> up again. Uh, but this song kind of reminds you we're all in it together and that you're not the only one pushing your body and mind to the limit and, like, navigating your home and family life on top of everything else that uh, we hold ourselves accountable for, you know. Uh, this song will definitely bring you back to life when you're feeling drained and, and devoid of that life essence, you know. I think I should use it as my, like, wake-up tone. Yeah, that would probably work pretty well. It's like the third night in a row I'm like, oh, man. Okay, I love my job. I love my job. We're, we're all in this together. We can make it. We can do this. We can do this. Colian, oh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Colian brought PODs alive. you appear again what a weird time the early 2000s was because pod just rolled into the public view and i don't know how alive folks feel after it goes it probably hits them a few days later after you know when they truly truly wake up um you might feel like that a little bit before cardiac arrest yeah looking at those cocaine users not judging i'm just saying uh what a weird exuberant song that exists and happens to be christian which they're really good at hiding. Like, it was on MTV. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like, for some reason, P.O.D. got on MTV. So weird. They made it work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally understand that P.O.D. may be, you know, subject to some criticism and some ridicule, but I think the that it, you know, fits our theme perfectly, especially in conjunction with the music video. I think the theme we find here is about coming close to death, but being saved or spared. Uh, and once you've confronted death head on, it often leaves us invigorated and grateful for every moment that we still have. And whenever you see how fast life can be snatched away and you get that moment where life's flashing before your eyes and everything's put in perspective, you see that most of our troubles ain't shit and like we're reminded just how meaningful and worthwhile our lives can be when we're living them, living them with authenticity and like pursuing meaning and value in our own way. 
Uh, and unfortunately, it often doesn't take much for us to slip back from that lookout point and kind of fall back into the cynicism or discontent. So as silly as Christian rap metal might be, I think this song at least communicates a really important theme to remain grateful and, you know, embrace both the good and the bad of, of feeling alive. Did did I ever tell you I saw P.O.D. Love? You did not tell me that. I went to a Christian like So this was music, yeah. 2004, I'm guessing. I went to a Christian like music fest called Ichthus. Yeah, I remember Ichthus. Yeah. I think there was, was also Cornerstone, if you remember Cornerstone. That's the education department oh, of my I hospital. See. So I, I gotcha. just think I was like, oh my was God. Was P.O.D. good? Did you I... see Skillet? Did you see DC Talk? <laughs> No. <laughs> Did you see Audio Adrenaline? Uh, I think they might have been there too. Sure. Yeah, I know. Like there, Jeremy Henson and I did a whole <laughs> yeah. Christian rock episode, and um, yeah, I just threw those names out for my Christian rock street cred. Really? Yeah, really. You just like check me out, man. <laughs> oh Stephen Curtis Chapman. Let's talk about it. Oh, I would never think of him as a the rap metal. Yeah, he's certainly not rap metal <laughs> no. at all. Um, Charlie brings hurls. Forget to breathe. Pretty good band name. I know. I mean, maybe they were going for the action of throwing something, but I always think of like, yeah. uh, this was a bit before the sound got super big on like MTV. Uh, this came out in 1997, the year of Titanic. Oh, damn. I know. Uh, there are a few complicated feelings here from what I could tell from the lyrics. And for sure, this is just like a cool ass song that devolves into this like cool rhythm thing that makes you ponder what was just discussed. If you heard it, um, I will say the mixing was a little off on it. But yeah. I think that was like the 1997 thing. Uh, maybe this is a dissertation on memory and holding on. Also, I love hearing about scenes. And this was part of the Pittsburgh scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what little bit of research You're you did. Like, welcome. Yeah, she did good. Uh, as always... Charlie bringing the dreamy alt-rock bangers. Uh, I'd never heard of Hurl before now, and I saw in my research that they share a member with the math rock band Don Caballero, who I do love. Uh, so my interest was peaked even more from there. I love how grungy and dreary this sounds while also being like really upbeat and frantic. Uh, there's definitely some Slint vibes happening here if you've never listened to Slint. Uh, I'm way into it, and especially like that exasperated spoken word bit in the middle. Uh, I'm kind of too deaf to make out much of the lyrical content. But I also like that in like in this sort of music where yeah. it's less about what they're saying and more about the mood that they're <laughs> creating. Uh, but certainly in conjunction with the theme, we should uh, we should do our best to remember to breathe. And, and if our body forgets how, thankfully Amy now has some <laughs> tactics and techniques to kick our heart and lungs back into gear. Uh, as with nearly everything Charlie posts, I'm going to be downloading the rest of this album and, and playing it on loop for the next few weeks. So hopefully that'll keep my heart kicking and, and remind me to keep breathing. But not too kicking. You don't want it too kicking. Yeah, you want it right at a nice 120 beats per minute. Yeah, you want 60 to 100 normal. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. 
Not too kicking, right. but kicking enough. I like, sorry, I'm a dork. <laughs> um, Ashley brings metric, help, I'm alive. They're so good. I love them. Their sound is just so cool. Uh, This song does take advantage of the panning through the earbuds thing that we sometimes Mm -hmm. talk about. Also, the song, 114 to 118 beats per minute, which means this is actually a solid song to sing while doing compressions to keep someone's heart beating like a hammer. A way to hit the theme on the head. This references many cardiac themes. You got your pulse, you got your heart, you got your palpitations. Also, you got the appropriate beats per minute. Yeah, this pretty mm-hmm. much nails it. Yep. Uh, this song talks about the downside of your heart beating, namely when anxiety and pressure have your heart palpitating and kind of beating out of your chest. It's definitely a, a very visceral reminder that you're still alive and that your biological processes are in high gear. And there's certainly a positive lens that you can interpret that through. But overall, like feeling your heart beating from anxiety tends to actually amplify the anxiety <laughs> rather than give you any relief or satisfaction. Uh, so the line, help, I'm alive, is just a really clever and concise way to articulate that feeling of panic and pressure. Yeah. And I also appreciate that, like you said, it hits all, all those key points, including mm-hmm. the proper beats per minute for, for chest compressions, right? Yep. Yep. Also, it was supposed to be a ballad. Yeah, I read about that, too. It was supposed to be a ballad, and then she got the full band on it, and, and they mm-hmm. made it popping. Yep. I'm, I did a little research. Watch out. I'm so happy of Look myself. Out, y'all. I slept. Amy might learn a thing or two about music. It's it's she might surpass me somehow (laughs) by episode three hundred or so. Uh, uh, Probably not. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Michael F. brings magnetic fields epitaph for my heart. I've probably submitted this song before because it's damn near perfect and just incredibly creative, but it's also perfect for this week's subject. 
this is such a like a light fluffy sounding song that goes straight <laughs> into some deep and heavy song like thematically and vocally it's just uh get me on the discussion on how life can go on and such seriously uh while the song is very specifically about love ending and then life going on and on and on it can happen in real life too so we can keep people going for so so long uh maybe without like the joy and existence that they would have before so that's this is where i plug have that conversation before something serious happens yeah Yeah. but uh yeah this is you know when your heart breaks and you just have to keep going this is like the perfect song for that i agree yeah uh i've expressed my love of stefan Merritt and magnetic fields many times by now this is a great example of why i love him so much i especially love that intro bit that kind of reads like a warning label on some expensive electronic device like cautioning you about opening up our hearts and and proceeds with the epitaph of the heart that's been struck by love and it's now dying uh, the lyrics are very poetic and melodramatic in a way that only Stephen Merritt can properly conjure. And I suppose this one's sort of the opposite of the theme in a way, since yeah. the insinuations that the heart is dying. But unfortunately, sometimes, despite our best efforts, uh, sometimes the heart doesn't make it. And so I just hope that, that when my heart finally gives out, that it's pumped out <laughs> as much love as possible uh, so that it can live through on, in the hearts of others. Okay, so you mentioned that there was like a TBTL fan in there? Yeah, I saw in the in the YouTube uh, comments, someone said, TBTL anyone? As if maybe, oh, yeah. maybe they had featured it Magnetic at one point. Fields is like uh, one of Luke Burbank's like fans. Ah. Uh, Luke Burbank and Andrew Walsh. Yeah, like, I knew you would it. appreciate a TBTL connection. Yes, well, hey, I'm already planning on like my next TBTL excursion. Yeah. Anybody going to Orlando's Waffle House show, I'll be there. <laughs> a Waffle House show. Yeah, they, they got a whole Waffle House. That's pretty badass. Yeah, maybe I'll get to like save someone's life because it is Waffle House. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love them. Choke so, on chicken and waffles. It's probably just the the, the cholesterol. Yeah, cholesterol that too. Yeah. Justin W. brings Beulah's Popular Mechanics for Lovers. I would never bring you down. I'm a huge fan of textbooks and manuals, which is what Popular Mechanics is very much about. It's all about how to make the heart work, love, you know, because it's like, I'm going to make this person love me. Also creepy, creepy, creepy theme. But while approaching it very systematically and like ludicrously poppy and happy, I can almost imagine like the ukulele sing-along group to this uh, literally references the album that the previous song came Yeah, exactly. I was like, wait, 69... Some guy wrote 69 songs on this, and I think this came from, like, that 69, and then I was like, hmm, 
Mm. You put two and two together. Is this more research you did? I know. I'm so happy of myself. Yeah, so, yeah, Beulah are, are masters of that poppy indie rock, and this might be one of their best songs. Uh, obviously, like you said, Popular Mechanics is a publication that tries to explain science and engineering innovations in a way that laymen can understand, and this song kind of suggests that we need a publication to help us understand matters of the heart. Uh, and not only does the song tie into the theme uh, of you know magnetic fields that we just heard talking about needing warnings and instruction man- manuals, but like like Amy just said, it, it does refer to 69 Love Songs, the Magnetic Fields album that that song actually came from. So um, Beulah here is kind of, they're referring to that Magnetic Fields album. Um, yeah, definitely just a clever pick for the theme, and I especially love uh, <laughs> that, you know, this album was like, nicely in like, context with the, with yeah. the Magnetic Fields jam. And seeing as you, like, wrote the show sheet, I was like, oh, I see how Mitchell's brain is working Right, here. yeah, exactly. So we take turns. This is how the sausage is made. Yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but yeah. Okay. We didn't have feedback this week, but i just been waxing romantic about, like, cardiovascular stuff for, like, I don't know how long, like 20-something minutes. Yeah, so, so yeah, we yeah, can yeah. just put a cap on that yeah. and say, hey, if you can go get your... Your CPR certification mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Yep. That's probably a good idea. It's super easy to learn. Mm-hmm. I was certified when I was a teenager. It's probably time I, I uh, yeah, relearned the techniques. They might have changed something. but Sure. They, I mean, generally with the like the regular CPR, they don't change much. Um, don't shock flat lines. Just yell at your TV every single time you see it. Don't do that. So when they rub them together and then zap them in the chest, that's a bad thing to do for a flat line? For, you don't do it for a flat what, line. Are you supposed to do it when there's like minimal heart? Okay. Or... or you do it for what is pulseless electrical activity, so it looks like the heart is beating. So there's electrical activity, it's just not beating. Gotcha. Okay. And what is um, <laughs> ventricular fibrillation, which means the heart's not organized. The heart's not organized? It was just kind of like... Fibrillating. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's why you defibrillate. You defib the V-fib. Defib the... The v- V-fib. Yes, but here's the thing. If you use one of those brightly colored things that says AED at the mall, it's not going to have you read the rhythm. It's just going to tell you if you can shock it or not. Yeah, just just uh, read the instructions very carefully and or leave it up to a professional. Uh, yeah. yeah, and follow the instructions that the AED does. And call 911. They'll tell you too. That's probably the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, call that. Yeah, call some help. If you want to just uh, tweet at us about random medical stuff this week, that's where I'm at. We're at END Pod. You are at Pow I Gotcha. And I'm at Madam Woolite. Facebook group, much more organized than my brain right now. Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. The voicemail line is 731 400 BUDS or 731 400 2837. You want to email the show, all of your sketchy scams, or maybe possible show ideas, endpod at gmail.com. And you can always find the show online, endpod.com part of the 10710 network what's our final song so i'm gonna leave us with one of my favorite bands cave in and their song reanimation Uh, i think this one's pretty perfect distillation of the theme because the song itself is sort of a microcosm of being dead or flatlined and then bursting back to life starts out very minimal just acoustic guitar and voice and adding in some occasional sound effects for atmosphere but it stays really slow and drifting almost free time as if your spirit's just kind of floating around in the afterlife But then it builds up momentum and tension, and then after this momentary pause and a deep breath in, the full band kicks into this triumphant celebratory anthem to being reanimated and brought back into the world fully renewed with meaning and joie de vivre. (laughs) 
so hopefully if you're feeling a little low on life essence, we can kick that heart back into gear with Kaven and their song Reanimation. And like, ah, oh, I'm still alive. 